Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heiwe. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today, GBs, we are getting into cheating. Oofed. Oofed, what a subject. Uh, definitely, I-, I think, one of the most polarising subjects was we've ever discussed, Jules. So taboo, and we have spoken about a lot of issues on this podcast. Our listener question, has a GB asking us how to juggle work, life, social mm. life without burning out, especially over this COVID time? Mm. And our listener quick confession is coming live to you from the, a GB herself. Oh my gosh, we love hearing your voices. Yes, I absolutely am loving this new voice message feature. Go on our website and get into it. Jodes, what are we? Week five of lockdown. How are you? How are you feeling, my dear? Oh, look, I'm definitely, I've said it before and I'll say it again, I'm definitely doing a lot better this time around mm-hmm. than 2020. Mm-hmm. 2020 was a mess, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of, uh, I've gotten used to the rhythm now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, The days are definitely going faster, don't you think? I'm like, oh shit. Like yeah. it's already we're already going into August, and I feel like I've noticed a turn in the weather as well. It's not mm. as free. Remember, for a while there, it was freaking. Yeah. It was freeze. easier to stay in bed. It was freezing and easier to stay in bed. Needed the old hot water bottle, mm-hmm. but now I feel like we've had a few sunny days. It's mm. like easier to start feeling a bit more positive. Mm-hmm. But one thing I did want to get into, Jules, um, that has been playing on my mind a little bit, is the sense of non-achievement guilt. Oh, tell me more. And by that I mean guilt around, you know, just not achieving or kicking goals during this time. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm seeing a lot of things on the internet about, you know, make the most of lockdown, like do X, Y, Z, start a business. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I don't, I think it's, it's not for everyone. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. And like, you were saying it was even the tiny things mm-hmm. that you're not achieving that is actually fucking you up in the head. Can you give us me an example of like what tiny things you keep pushing aside? Yeah, like if it's like something like, oh, change the light bulb. Yeah. Or yeah. put do the washing or spring clean like spring cleaning little tasks. Mm-hmm. Go through them in the makeup and, and just little things that I'd said, Oh, I'll be positive. I'll I'll tick off a box, give me that sense of achievement. Mm-hmm. And um, I just haven't been feeling like doing much. And then I just push push the task to the next day. What is with those 15-minute tasks that we put off for 15 months? Isn't it insane? What is that? It's like the most simple menial admin shit and it'll, it'll, you keep pushing it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Why? Yeah. I saw this thing on um, TikTok, our new favourite <laughs> social media yeah. platform, um, and I bought all the things. So I bought this mm. cabinet to sit behind my um, behind next to my bed and these tiles that I mm. tile and the cement mix. And on day one, I was like, oh, I'll just knock this out over lockdown, you yeah, know, be one of yeah. my things, maybe learn Spanish, get ripped. Do you think I've ever touched that cabinet? It now looks at me every morning I wake up and just reminds me of all my failures in life, really. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I'm just like, ugh, such a mess. But I'm thinking, you know what? Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. For anyone listening who's feeling the same, just you being able to stay mentally sound mm-hmm. during this time is an achievement enough Honor yourself for that. If all you're achieving in the day is getting out of bed, making the bed, m- having a nutritious meal, I think that's something to be recognised. Like, huge. come on. Mm-hmm. Five weeks sober today. Oh, good on you. How wild is that? We love a sober Oh, home. my gosh. So I've got a little what I've learnt. Mm. I am definitely going back to the drinking, not drinking as hard. Okay. But I think what I've learnt throughout this time is I will always be that friend that 
randomly get some mimosa with you for breakfast. I will always be that friend that will bring over two bottles of wine when you're broken up with your boyfriend. It's yes. so like, for me, yes, do I feel better? Of course. But it's not like I thought I would be somersaulting out of bed and doing 10 push-ups. Yeah, I feel better, but it's not enough to block out those memories and some days I do feel shit anyway because I've had a bad sleep or I haven't eaten something good the night before so I'm yes. like fuck it I may as well be hungover I would rather be slightly hungover and have make so many memories and I was actually speaking to Jess Matthews friend of the pod oh yes yeah, the boy out. the boy detox and she she felt very passionately about this yes. and she said Jules I wish I even had a friendship group to do that with because as you get older People marry up. People mm. become too successful. She said, revel in it whilst you can, especially in your 20s, because one day you will blink and you won't have friends to do that with. You won't have friends to get the mimosa with. You won't have friends who, you know, slut drop and cliff dive and do all the things. So it's really put it into perspective with me. I want to do that right now. Well, that's so sad. I still want to slut drop and cliff dive. Well, you've still got me. Well, thank I God. Don't. I was like, wow, is it all over for me? Well, you still got me. Gosh. You still got your outrageous and reckless friends. Oh, goodness me. Well, should we go to a quick break and then we're going to get straight into this juicy main topic of cheating? Uh-oh, uh-oh, please. Uh-oh. In the meantime, GBs, make sure you are rating your gals five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at goodbitchpod and TikTok at goodbitchpod. We'll be right back. GBs, you're back with Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. And we're going to get straight into cheating. Mm. Oft. This is a heavy one. Very heavy. I thought, look, there's a lot to cover here, Jules, but mm. I thought, what better way to kick it off? And this is really what brought about this whole topic. It did. If we're fucking honest with ourselves and our GBs today. So let me get into what's just happened to me, Jules. Please. So as we know, we're in lockdown, just minding our business. Trying to, you know, fight lockdown, non-achievement guilt. <laughs> and then my long-term ex texted me the other night. Well, out of the blue. Out of the blue. The old thinking of you. It wasn't Sunday or something, was it? Just no, a normal, it, was a, it was a weekday text. Wow, serious. The audacity. I would describe him as like my first serious mm-hmm. kind of long-term boyfriend, I'd probably describe him as my first love. Mm-hmm. I remember saying to my mother, like, I just never thought it would end. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know the relationships? I, I was just so solid in it. Mm-hmm. I was always like, Mum, we're never going to break up. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was so crazy to me. And like, we were together around two years. Mm-hmm. Great relationship. Like I said, I just never thought it'd be over. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up breaking up because he cheated on me in Europe. So receiving this text. Mm. This mm. has kind of sparked a spiral of like thinking about all the past stuff he had done to you. Yes, okay. I definitely started like processing again and I haven't replied because I'm just like, I don't know where I sit yeah. I, where I sit with it because I, I guess for a moment there after everything that transpired, I thought we could be friends. Yeah. But I just don't know if I, especially in lockdown, I'm like, do I want to go down that little spiral mm. Anyway, so let's get into it. Yeah, tell me how. Tell me the cheating story, please. You know yeah. I like the juicy goss. We've got to get into the tea. So, he cheated on me in Europe. How did I find out, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Let a triggered bitch tell you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, this man's had the audacity to be in a photo. Let's get into the photo. 
The audacity of him. <laughs> God forbid he's in Europe getting photos, GVs. So first of all, I just want to preface this by saying there is no issue with your partner whatever traveling, I personally think. Mm. Like I didn't never had an issue with the fact that he was going to Europe for four weeks. Mm-hmm. He had organized it so long ago with his best mate. And I always knew he would meet people. Mm-hmm. And some of those people might be attractive women. Yeah. Sure, go off. Never had an issue with that. But the issue I had was with this particular photo. He was cozied up with two blonde Finnish chicks. Mm-hmm. They were at a bar in Rome. And Look, you know those Finnish chicks are, are fire. Absolute I know how fire those Finnish I, chicks. I know how you Finnish chicks get down. They get down like those Russian chicks. <laughs> Love to our Finnish and Russian GBs. No disrespect. But he was in the bar with these two attractive young girls, right? Looking real fucking cozy. Mm. Like the energy was. And it's not like he was tagged in the photo. Mm. Okay. I went out and sought this photo that one of these chicks had put up. Mm. And then when I pulled him on it, Jules, Mm. he denied everything, denied the existence of the photo, claiming, you know, what? It was just some random babe, like Mm. gaslighted the fuck out of me, making out like, you know, I was crazy, denied ever meeting them. And it was just so traumatizing Mm. because here he was in Europe. I was living in Redford at the time with Mm. one of my best mates and the anxiety of it all, because I couldn't do anything about it. It's not like I could pull up to the house and have a conversation. Yeah. I it's like the waiting in the wings that killed you. Oh, it was killer. And he wasn't talking to me, you know. You know when you know as a woman something is up? Yes. And my intuition was not overdrive. His messages had turned from so loving at the mm-hmm. start of the trip to fully shady. Mm. And look, it was very obvious to me he was up to no good. Mm-hmm. So when he was finally on his way back from Europe, after what felt like a lifetime... You know, I'd just been a mess the whole time, crying and anxious and everything. I ended up dumping him over the phone while he was at Kuala Lumpur Airport on the way back. That's a long flight. That's a long-ass flight so for him. Mm-hmm. true airy style was petty with it. Mm-hmm. So we stayed broken up. This was towards the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so hurt, I just moved the fuck on, quite honestly. Like, it was done. Now, a year later... A whole fucking year later, we're talking 2018, Mm. I see a photo via social media that confirms that the chick I'd always thought he cheated on me with, one of the blonde Finnish chicks, is together with him at his family home. Oh, so they've done like a long distance for a year, Tang. So he's brought this chick into Australia Mm. and they are a Ting now. He's got her at the family home. This is the family holiday house that we would go to. Mm. The family bathroom that he would bend me over mm. in. Mm. That was the worst part, knowing that my intuition was bang on the whole fucking time. Yeah. So I sent the photo to him and was just like, I rest my fucking case. Yeah, yeah. Like, I fucking knew! Did he ever own up to it? Well, I mean, the proof was in the pudding. Yeah, yeah. No, but he did didn't... he ever say, like... Well, then now he's... I'm trying to remember. I feel like after that, because it's... I mean, we're in 2021 Mm, now. mm. I feel like there was a conversation on the phone after I had presented him with the evidentiary proof. And he was like, yeah, like I I did cheat on you. Mm. It, It was that chick. But for me, I was like, it was just... It was so upsetting, but also so relieving to know that my intuition was bang on the whole time. Mm. And I feel like as women... We usually are, Jules. Yeah, we. Or your energy, energy don't lie, baby. Energy don't lie. 
So whew, now I've got that off my system. That is why we're talking about cheating today. But we need to get into you, Jules, because you you told me that you've been on all three sides. Yeah. Do you, do you want to get into that trifecta? Yeah, I thought there was only two sides when I was writing, when we were writing the app yeah, out. And yeah, I was yeah. like, no, 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 there's three. So mm. I have been the cheater. I have been cheated on and I have been the unknown side chick. Like I, d- I had no idea. I yeah. had no idea. I'll just go into the cheated and cheated part real quick. I'll give you the crux of it, GB. So yeah. um, how I found out I was cheated on. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I was with my ex. Uh, we were in bed. The start of every great story. Can I say that? <laughs> and he had to go to, it was in the morning, he had to go to a meeting. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be out in an hour. So he was like, just no problems, just lock the door, of course. So mm. anyway, I'm making the bed. And I, don't know, I think he left his knickers or underwear on whatever. So um, I've made the bed and I was like, I'll just chuck this in the top drawer. Opened his drawer and there's a change of women's clothes and a red lacy G-string. Stop. And it was, you know what the worst part is? It was like honey birdette that really, and I go, oh God, she's rich as well. <laughs> I'm looking at my bond scrapey undies on. I was like, of course he would. He's got himself an Eastern Southern. <laughs> and so, but it was so freshly at the top that it had just been put there. Mm. It was so fresh. So I had the evidence. It, not like you. I didn't see, it wasn't online evidence. I had hard had evidence. Hard physical evidence. And do you know what my reaction was? Because as mm. Jodes know, I, I'm not a very dramatic person. I'm expressive, but not dramatic. Yeah. I immediately ran to the bathroom and was sick. I was physically sick. So the, yeah. your body was yeah. choosing to respond. Yeah, I was physically sick. And then I called my ex-housemate um, and I was like, this has just happened. What do I do? I'm, I'm shaking. I yeah. can't make decisions for myself right yeah, now. I need your help. She was like, get an Uber, come home. I'll take the morning off work. Come home. When you come back, we're going to call him and you act really dumb and put him on loudspeaker. <laughs> so I call him. I'm like, hey, babe. He's like, hey, everything all good? Because he's in the middle of a meeting. I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, just was letting you know, I've, you know, I've made the bed and cleaned the house. And he was like, oh, doll, thank you. You're a little angel. I was like, yeah, so tell me why the fuck there's a G-string in your drawer. <laughs> I went off. Oh, I probably just spiked the mic. So tell me why the fuck there's a G-string in your, do- in your drawer. And he goes, what? And I go, oh, now you've just cemented it. Because when people say the what? What they're doing is they're trying to buy time in their head for a better excuse. Yes. A better excuse. Don't worry, I've done that trick as well. So Mm -hmm. they're going, what? And then he left the meeting. He wanted to come meet me by that stage. I I was checked out already. I keep pushing very. So that's me being cheated on, me cheating. Um, We'll get into the reasons why at the end of this main topic because oh, we, okay. we have – yeah, because, you know, my thoughts I don't think is that bad. Oh! So I'll get into my thoughts of why I did it at the end, but I'll just give you the facts and the scenario. I My ex was away on another trip and it was funny. When he left, when I when I said goodbye to him at the door, I just knew I'd never – I never I don't want to be in this relationship. I don't want to see you again. Like yeah. I, just, I just knew. Yeah. Anyway, I met a guy at work, the classic work stitch up at a Ooh. meeting and, yeah, we had sex that night and then I dumped my boyfriend the next day because I was like clearly this is me wanting to end the relationship. So that's that was why – well, that was me cheating. But wow. before we go into our opinions about cheating, do you want to throw me a couple of facts, my darling? Yes. Why we do it, et cetera. Oh, my goodness. So extramarital affairs, mm. infidelity, should we call them, 
They're actually super common, mm-hmm. Jules. And it's estimated, and this has come from, what's our source here? This has come from Sexual Health Australia. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's estimated that around 60% of men mm-hmm. and 45% of women are willing to report they've had an affair. It's also suggested that 70% of all marriages experience an affair. 70%. 70%. I, mean, I remember as a little girl being in the house when my dad cheated on my mother. Wow. That's a whole other fucking story. It's huge. And that was fucked up. That is fucked up. Um, but look. Well, how are we cheating these days? Because I feel like everyone's online. I, online cheating is massive, Jules. Mm. And um, I don't. Have you ever heard of that uh, dating platform, Ashley Madison? Yes, because everyone's data got leaked. So it was like, yes. and all these pas- pastors, like priests in America, got outed. Yes. Oh, I loved it. So Ashley Madison used to pop the fuck off. Mm. And the data from that platform, right? They came out and said that um, Australians are still big on infidelity. Even in 2020, they Mm. released this data. Mm. And in fact, Australians ranked in the top five countries for cheating since the beginning of 2020. Wow. So we're, you know, one of the holiest nations out. Holiest and horniest. (laughs) So why do people cheat? Well, according to experts, one of the most common causes of infidelity is a sense of emotional disconnection from your partner. So Mm. what do you have to say about someone who has cheated? Why did you cheat? Look, for me, it was was the 1%, like the only part you could see, and the 99% underneath the blanket of all the unresolved and uncommunicated problems we had. The act of me cheating was not the worst thing in our relationship. He was gaslighting me for two years. Like, uh, this is what I hate. And I hate, and I think even, like, going back to your story, you've straight out said, the reason why we broke up is because he cheated, where I would bet you if we dug a little deeper, there was probably already problems in that relationship, in your relationship or in anyone's relationship. And I think it's quite easy for us to say, Mm. oh, that marriage didn't end because he cheated or she cheated. And it's like, well, no, he wouldn't look at me for eight months. He constantly told me how fat I was and Mm. he refused to touch my body for six months. Mm. So that's the truth of it all. You know, it is so for me, it's so not. Like and why I clearly am a bit more empathetic because I've been on every side of the coin. Yes, it was for me. It was the grenade I needed to throw in that relationship in order to leave long term. Was it the coward's way out? A hundred percent. Do I regret it? For for my sake, for my personal, for my selfish reasons, no, because it was the wake up call I needed. For his sake, of course I do. I don't want to ever hurt someone maliciously. Yes, but I needed it. But I feel like that's what cheating is, Mm. in my opinion, for the Mm. majority of the time. As you said, Mm. I like the way you've put it. It is that kind of final grenade, Mm -hmm. right? It's like you know there's problems there. You know you're maybe not as invested as you were Mm. or something's Mm. happened to make you check out. So cheating Mm. is that easy out because it seemed to be the deal breaker. So even if you can't find that deal breaker yourself, cheating's that final grenade to sever the relationship. Yeah, And I I knew for me because I called my best friend crying the next day and I said, what kind of person have I turned into? to mm. and she was like you're not listening you've never been listening to yourself every time I catch up with you for the last six months you've clearly been unhappy like you need to listen to yourself more and I was just so so immature can I say though also mm. on the flip side yes I'm actually of the very strong belief that infidelity can be invigorating for some couples yeah. if they're willing to work on it especially maybe it might not be the the whole hog you know maybe you've had a 
sneaky kiss mm. and you're like, oh, what am I doing? You know, what, uh, what don't I think my partner isn't hearing about me? or Because yeah. it's a cry for attention. So it's almost like a way to cre- create that sense of desire. They mm. talk about desire a lot in mm-hmm. terms of... A- remaining binded to your partner Mm. you have to keep that desire there you have to keep them you know when they see you getting looks at the bar that Mm. creates that desire because they can see you're still wanted so maybe that flirting with cheating Mm. Mm -hmm. you know i can see your point i can see your point yes yes i can see your point What's, Um, what's your opinion um well i feel like i've emotionally cheated in the past Mm -hmm. when I wasn't happy and Mm -hmm. been in situations that weren't good for me, like, you know, you've said, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I could ever do the physical act, Mm -hmm. especially now I know firsthand how it feels. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could do that to another person. I would just, I'd just dip Mm -hmm. before it got to that point. But I just think relationships are so... You know, they're not black and white. As When you're young, I feel, when I was young, I feel like I was so judgmental mm. in terms of seeing the world black and white. But as you get older and you move through life and you move through the times mm. and experience different things, you realize that relationships are so layered and so complex. And so. Completely. You just never know. You, you literally just never know. And be careful who, because I used to be like that. I was so like, yeah. no, it's the worst thing that you can do. And it's yeah. so black and it's black and white. And I would never cheat. I was like queen, like I'm above that. I would never cheat. And it got to the point that when that happened, I had to really think back to who's the pe- what who's the person I haven't said, like I would never cheat because I was so embarrassed with my tail between my legs. So I kind of already um, isolated myself by putting myself on that pedestal. Yeah. So just be careful because you'll be coming to those people if it ever happens, yes. the people that you said. Should we go to break? I love that. Yes. But should we go to break? Let's go to break. GBs, follow us at Pod on IG and TikTok. Stay around. We've got a, qu- a question that I think everyone could relate to right now during mm. COVID and you'll hear direct from a GB herself about her confession. GBs, you were back with Jules and Jodes. We're about to jump straight into listener question. Hey. GB says, hi. Hi? Hey. (laughs) She did not say hi. She said, hey, Jules and Jodes. I started listening to the pod just a couple of weeks ago. I fucking love it and love you guys so, so much. I just started a new full-time job and I just started studying full-time at uni. Mm. Do you have any tips for balance and getting through these busy next couple of months? So the reason why she's so busy with her job is because she works for the government. Okay, yeah, I was going to so say that sounds like a lot. How is she working full time and studying? Yeah, so that much. So like, she she works for the government. I think I can say yeah, that much. So yeah, yeah, she's yeah. very busy over this COVID period. Yes, that's a hell of a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Go, go off, girl. I'd like to hear your opinion because you've just been through a burnout. Yes, are there things that Oof. you could have done to avoid it? Do you think? I mean, definitely I think you've got to listen to your body. Mm -hmm. When you feel like things are getting too much, Mm -hmm. they are. Like you need to stop. When you and and I feel like you know, I don't I I don't think it's good to have the social life suffer, Mm. but it gets to a point where you have to really choose your priorities. And make sure that when you are doing things with friends, it's of quality because you're so tired you're gonna be so time poor, it's gotta be quality versus quantity. Mm Yeah, and very much for me, what I where I was 
necking myself is not listening to my body I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing Mm. I wasn't taking any days off if she's working and studying full time she's going to have to in my opinion clear out your weekends yeah like you you can't be backing having yourself back to back Saturday Sunday doing xyz you really need to like create that space for yourself to just do nothing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do whatever serves you if it's going for a walk grabbing a meal Mm. You know, like exercising. She's got to just get all those self-care items really into play here. Mm. She's got to support herself because she's going to start to get stressed. Yeah. I don't think you have to ditch the social life completely. But something that is the biggest energy suck that I would get rid of immediately, your social media. Yes, that's another good one. Get rid of your social media. I think there's nothing that makes me feel more drained Mm. than being on that fucking, the apps, (laughs) the apps all the time. So I would say... Yeah, definitely limit social media. I think it's good for your mental health, though, to start seeing because, as as you and I know, you could you felt lonely by the end of your burnout because yes. you had done all those yeah, things. Yeah, you know? I had, and I I hadn't seen really my friends because I just didn't have the capacity to be social. So mm. yeah, I, I agree with you. She definitely needs to maintain a social life, but it's got to be quality versus quantity. Yeah. She's going to be time poor. Completely. And she needs to a- allow herself to have that nice safe space for herself as well. Yeah, agreed completely. But I think as well when you're with your friends, something that I've had had to really be cautious of is I'm, I'm completely off my phone and then you know I actually feel energized now when I'm with my friends so like yes. I feel like they've given me that energy I feel like I can take on the world again yes. you know You've but got if a little I'm, boost exactly but if I'm half on my phone I'm like oh my god look at this guy's Instagram I don't know I just feel like it's such a suck of I think this COVID thing has really I'm quite as Joe's would know, selfish with my energy. Like I, mm. if if I, I'll just turn off, everyone's on mute. Trust me, everyone's on mute. Yeah. I'm always on do not disturb. Yeah. Like you just, energy is currency. It's very true. So I just think that's, that's the perfect summary there. Mm. Your energy is currency, babe. Mm. Be super mindful of your energy at this time. Create firm boundaries and just reassess what your priorities are. Write it down. Mm. What's important to you? Stick to that and just quiet in the noise we love that can we also say you're really hot <laughs> yeah yeah all our listeners are so fucking hot eh? so hot They're it's like actually fun. models up in this bitch all right we're gonna get on to confession i'm gonna play it for you jodes okay i'm ready okay i was very involved in a situation ship which was quite enjoyable with one guy who we'll call the catalyst for the sake of the story I was vaguely aware that he had an on-again, off-again girlfriend, and I'm pretty sure she was also vaguely aware of my existence. After about a year, it became evident to his friends that there was girlfriend number one and girlfriend number two, secret side girlfriend, being me. And before things, girlfriend number two. About six months later, I matched with a guy on Hinge and went on three dates with him who was pretty incredible, ticked a lot of boxes for me. He was really emotionally intelligent and a little bit older. But turns out, as we were talking about our dating experiences, that he had been also dating girlfriend number one, but she had broken his heart and gone back to the catalyst. So without knowing, this girl and I had been involved in not one, but two love triangles. And she had inched me out (laughs) and nailed both of the guys. So I'm not sure if she's the lucky one or the unlucky one. I think maybe the catalyst isn't the best choice of a partner, but we'll leave that with her. Wow. So she's been caught up in two love triangles 
where two out of three are the same people. Mate, just listening to that, that was some Mills and, sh- Bo- Mills and Boone shit, baby. Oh, shit. Open up the gates and make it an orgy. Oh like, <laughs> I, thought a, I thought it was about to get naughty. I was like, where is this going? Oh, my gosh. Oh so my clearly they had the exact same taste in men, like exact, and those men had the same taste. But you know what? I'd believe it in Sydney. I believe oh, you know how people fucking get down in this city. Yeah, it yeah. is nasty. I'm I'm waiting for the day where I show you my new boo thing and you're like, that's my ex, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, you know them all anyway. Very so. true, very true. Oh my darling. Well, it's definitely it's definitely not a reflection of her. It's just bloody No. Not. <sighs> fucking hell. It's just Sydney, isn't it? Honestly, is what I've got to say about that. But Wow, I'm absolutely loving this new voice message feature, Jules. I love hearing everyone. I do. I love hearing all your beautiful voices and it's just it's just nice, isn't it? Mm. It makes me feel connected to you, bitches. Yeah. So keep those coming. We love to hear it. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess we'll come back next Tuesday if you'll have us. Make sure you are rating your gals five stars in the meantime on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Get into our TikTok and Instagram at goodbitchpod and we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. We love you.